0: But what she has in her profile is like mommy to an autistic kid and i'm like is that what we're doing now are, are we are we using our children to like why are you putting that in your body like why why what is what is the point behind that i don't get that are you trying to normalize it everybody knows about autism we got it but the fact is you want to talk about mental health look at the clear clear things you are projecting onto somebody else when you yourself are a do-nothing bitch. you're a do-nothing bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the All American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, coming off of uh, having the COVID for the third time. Like, it's still not letting me go. It's still not letting me go. All this congestion greatest, greatest thing ever. You know, you know what the most sexiest thing ever is when you're having sex and that phlegm is just, yeah, it's, it's not attractive to your partner whatsoever. And it, it, you know, it is, it is what it is. It's just, but that's love. That's love, man. That That's just, you know, you get the famous scenes and stuff in the movies and shit. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't, doesn't really work that way. Anyway, good for you for trying (laughs) it wasn't for lack of trying i assure you on that one what's going on folks it is monday it is a scorcher here in dallas texas it is hot as hell as always and uh you know we're happy you're here with us today we are streaming now right on uh on rumble we're on kick rumble same thing russell brand main 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 point right there that, you know, I hate getting back into this because sometimes yeah, you have new listeners that have never listened to the show before. It's like, what is this guy talking about? Well, Rumble comes out there, and they're like supposed to be the complete opposite of YouTube. Like, we don't ban guys, and they don't. But what they don't do is share the spotlight with people outside of like Russell Brand, Dan Bunge, you know, Stephen Crowder, and Ben Shapiro. That's the only ones they feature. Like during this time of the day, that's the only people they will ever feature, and it's just so annoying. So annoying! Hey guys, come support us. Yeah, we do nothing to support anybody else. So that's why I've been streaming on Kick. Kick.com/slash John Burke. You can subscribe over there. We appreciate your love and support there. It means the world to us. We got a great Rumble chat community. We do, and then we have a really good Kick community chat as well. Um, we just started something new with the Shell Shock Facebook group. I I I'd, I'd never seen this before, but I got this notification that you can start a group chat for Shell Shock. Or for our facebook group in general so i started one for shell shock and within like five minutes we had like 600 people in there it's like good lord and then 10 minutes later you were banned (laughs) i wouldn't doubt it i certainly wouldn't doubt it but now we're like i'm I'm reading the um i'm reading the chat right now and it's just like it's popping you know people have people are saying like i'm not seeing any of the posts in the shell shock facebook group and yeah because they they censor it they want people they want us to pay It's like we build this group and then you censor us. Basically saying you need to pay to to reach them. We got almost like 18,000 people in that group. It's just ridiculous. It it is ridiculous how this thing works. But I don't know. Something new we're going to try. We appreciate all the love and support there. All people supporting the show. Uh, As you know, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Hey, uh, right now, one of our greatest products out there is the hemp tea. A lot of people loving the hem tea, getting a lot of feedback. That and the energy drink sticks. Yeah. These bad boys right here, energy drink sticks. I'm, I'm going to give away another one of these bags over on KICK today. So if you're a KICK subscriber and you support us financially on the show, we really appreciate that, by the way, all the subscriptions on the show. Um, I'm going to give away a free bag of these today after the show. These are lemonade, and we've got new flavors coming out, and they are Fruit Punch and Strawberry Kiwi. Two brand new flavors coming because these energy sticks are banging. Like, these are becoming our very quick top seller outside of the Delta 8 and the Iraq gummies. People are loving this because they don't give you the jitters. You do feel a clean energy. It is incredible. If they would have had this on the sub, they would have had some clean energy, made it straight to the bottom. No issues. But Yikes. no. No. Couldn't do that. I have no idea what kind of energy. They used a remote control with a fan on it, I guess. I don't know. Something from freaking, uh, I, I don't know. I was trying to think of a video game software company to reference that to. And I have nothing. Oh, Andy, Andy texts me at like six o'clock in the morning. And I forgot to turn my phone off. Uh, Not Andy for sale. Andy, our friend, our hunter friend. Did you read the text? Yeah. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Hell yeah. I still have
1: a ton of deer meat left. So the deal that Andy got for us
0: normally is $2,500 to go hunt a buck and two dough, but uh, it's a high fenced hunting area out towards Austin. And they're wanting to get rid of all the dough because they're wanting to bring in more high, uh, high-end high deer. And so they said basically $2,000 for up to four deer. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Absolutely. It's October, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. I love our hunting trips. Hunting trips are It was fun. fun. It, was it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I do want to go.
0: It was a good time. It was a really good time. I mean it's Sheila says she wants to go I don't think she's going to go though cuz I told her it's like we got to be up at 2:30 she's like what it's like yeah and you got to go sit in a deer blind at like getting the blind about 4 4:30 sit for about an hour I don't I kind of like uh, just driving around looking that them. was the fun part. Yeah. That was like that we, was a lot of fun. after sun after the sun rose and we I think each of us like hit a like we tagged at least two deer each. We had to get our third. So we get on the freaking uh, little uh, safari adventure uh, tour guide uh, vehicle. And it's like a 8 seater ATV and then we're just sitting there with our rifles and we see a deer stop, pop that bad boy, loaded up and we keep on going. I thought that was a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was a good time. So anyway, We appreciate you tuning in. Go check us out, shellshockcbd.com. The energy sticks, folks. Again, everything comes with a money-back guarantee. If it does not do as we advertise it to do, we will refund your money. We are that confident. We are that confident, folks. So check us out again. What do you got to lose? And don't forget to sign up. Sign up for some reward points over there. Um, You you got nothing to lose on that. What are you waiting for? Uh, Last week, I had on Natalia. Very interesting episode, if you haven't listened to it. Very interesting episode. And I just, man, I got into one of these things to where, I I don't know, what, what, uh, I'll put it this way. I posted a picture of Natalia on my Instagram and my Facebook, and it's one from her modeling days. And she's still in really good shape, really good shape. And instantly in the comments, I see these women just attacking her she looks like a dude i'm like i know natalia she does not look like a dude no no they're like the furthest thing from it but i saw comments like uh she looks like a dude blah 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 blah. if i put my hand over her face and i look at just her abs she looks like a guy. It's like you know abdominal muscles are not just for men women have them as well you know that right but and then there was this other woman who literally said she has a mental disorder because body dysmorphia is something serious i should probably give her some advice
1: You know, Natalia, she's
0: one of the nicest and sweetest people Mm -hmm. that you'd ever meet. Yeah. Let me, for those that don't know who she is, she is a a previous Olympian winner. She runs multiple businesses, has two children, been married for 13 years. Entrepreneur goes out there and works her ass off. And when you click on the profiles of these women making these comments and the men too, they are usually, I, I will say every single time they are fat. They are not remotely in the slightest bit attractive. But my question is like, why are you so intent on tearing somebody down? And today's, the title of today's episode is women's worst enemy are other women. I have never seen so many women tearing each other down for no reason whatsoever. Actually, I mean, the reason is honestly, it's it's insecurity, it's petty jealousy that they look at someone like Natalia that's out there grinding and working her ass off. If you think she's sitting around doing nothing, you're clearly mistaken, you've never ran a business. But what I see is these women that are just so upset and jealous over this that she's able to do all the things she's doing, which you have taken no risk to do on your own. You've started no company. You've done nothing. This is from the women that on the profiles. And there was like at least 10, 20 comments like this. And the dudes that were like this were kind of like, she she does look like a dude. And then you look at the guy and he is, again, unattractive, overweight, brings nothing really of value to the table because you look at their profile. These people are fucking losers. I'm sad they're following me, but whatever. We're not going to go on that one. But still, you look at this and it's like, what, Like, how miserable do you have to be that you see someone that is like doing amazing things and you got to cut them down for what purpose? I do not know. But isn't it interesting how it's always the women... And then men get blamed. I shouldn't say always the women, but men get blamed a lot of the times. So They're like, you're just jealous or, or you're, you're intimidated by women. It's like, that's actually not the case because this is a man's world. Don't even get it twisted, folks. This is a man's world. And when a woman can go out there, a woman can go out there and make it big in a man's world and do it the right way by not sexualizing herself or putting her tits and ass out there to try and grow a following. It's like, you're doing it the right way. Like, I, I respect the hell out of that. When you launch your own company, your businesses, and you're just dominating in the workforce, I respect that. That's like not something that like intimidates me the slightest. But I think there's a lot of insecure women that want it to be that way. So it gives them some kind of victory cards. Like, aha, you see, I had all these dudes up against me. And I'm not saying you don't. There's probably a lot of insecure guys out there that don't want to have to work for a woman, yada, yada, yada. I get that. I've worked for a few women and it was not a good experience. I'm not trying to blame all women, but yes, it was not a good experience. Just like I'm sure there's a lot of people that have worked for men and it's not a good experience. You get the you get the good with the bad. But What I mean with all of this though, is like, I just don't get why these women are so angry and bitter inside and you just want to tear other successful women down. I thought the whole premise behind the female empowerment was that you empower each other. You lift each other up and you say, Hey, good job for making it in this man's world. But instead it's like, geez, y'all are some vindictive people.
1: Yeah. Clearly you don't watch Bravo network.
0: No, real housewives. Oh God. No, I don't. (laughs) Absolutely not. I don't watch that crap. Like it's just a waste of time. Honestly. But there is this other woman who, who follows me on multiple accounts that she's, she was the one that talked about body dysmorphia. She needs advice, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, and you look at her profile, I was like, you're fat, not attractive. Who are you giving advice to? What do you know about any of this at all? Like whatsoever. But what she has in her profile is like mommy to an autistic kid. And I'm like, is that what we're doing now? Are, are we, are we using our children to like, why are you putting that in your body? Like why, why, what is, what is the point behind that? I don't get that. Are you trying to normalize it? Everybody knows about autism. We got it. But the fact is, you want to talk about mental health. Look at the clear, clear things you are projecting onto somebody else when you yourself are a do-nothing bitch. You're a do-nothing bitch. That shit blows my fucking mind. It blows my fucking mind. And they will sit there and just clack, 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 clack on their keyboards. What have you accomplished? Jack shit. You've accomplished nothing. Or I'll hit you with one harder. Here's the a, here's a God's honest truth. You do a nine to five and you think that's your accomplishment. Well, guess what? So does everybody else. If everybody else is doing the status quo or the standard, it's not that big of a deal. And if you want to pat yourself on the back for that, go right ahead. But it's people like Natalia that do the nine to five and then in the five to nine in the afternoon to be successful. Starts their own company, takes on the fiscal responsibility and risk. Goes out there in the unknown, hoping this thing is going to work, betting it all. But what have you done? You worked for somebody else. You've risked nothing. And you have the audacity to sit there and point your fingers at someone that is clearly better than you? I went on this rant on Instagram, and I still feel the same way. I'm not taking this back. I don't get, like, ladies and gentlemen, like, just listen to me real quick. This bullcrap, this ridiculousness of we're all the same. No, we're not. No, the fuck we are not. And I will never lower myself down to believe such a stupid statement. Now, we are the same. We have equality by birth. I will agree with that. We should all be equal across the board. But what you do not have is the equality of outcome of your own personal choices. Meaning, if you choose not to risk anything, if you choose not to pursue an education in a field that you want to be successful in, if you choose to remain just stagnant, boring, whatever the case may be, then we're not equal. Not when it comes to going out there and crushing goals and dominating. We're not. Because... The biggest things that I see are talking about, like, you know, when parents tell the truth, oh, you're no better than anybody. Yeah, fuck that. No, yeah, bullshit. You're telling me that that crackhead down on the corner that is selling drugs, beating people, shitting all over the streets, getting in the way, contributing nothing to society. You're saying that we're equal? No, the fuck we are not. Absolutely not. But this bullshit that is spouted by these weak-minded motherfuckers because they want you. They want you, the person listening to this, they want you that is a go-getter, someone that is working your ass off to make ends meet and go out there and crush your goal. It is hard. It's fucking hard. But they want you to lower yourself down to their level of I don't give a fuckness because misery loves company. Because if they don't accomplish their goals or if they at least don't even try to go after their goals, well, what makes them feel better? Being around other motherfuckers that won't do it either and you can just sit in your own pissing and misery and squalor and whine and complain, and check the, oh, mental disorder, body dysmorphia, she can maybe, a bunch of little fucking cackling hens. That's why women are some of the most annoying motherfuckers out there, like unsuccessful women. They live in their fucking basements. They're fat as fuck. Probably a stay-at-home housewife that has about four kids. She's fat as hell, does really nothing for her own personal gain. I get that. You have to depend on your kids. But you cut other women down that choose different venues or options. But by the way, Natalia is also a mother of two. And one of her children has severe medical issues. And you think that you're 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 better? Fuck. No, you're not. I'm here to tell you, you're not. If you put a side-by-side list of accomplishments, I'd be very interested in seeing what a lot of these naysayers have to put up there. A lot of people wouldn't have jack shit to write. Or just the basics. Just the basics. That's it. I don't get it. Women are so vindictive and hateful and just full of spite for each other's success. It's insane. I I Man, that shit blows me away. And I hate being around. I blocked that bitch on all my fucking platforms. I, I looked up her name. Get the fuck away from me, you cancerous cunt. Fuck you. Fuck, I feel bad for your child. There is no telling what kind of fucking mother you are if that's how you act towards other women. Your child watches you. And if you think the way you act on social media is going to be any different than how you act in real life, I doubt that. I sincerely doubt that. Telling a fucking Olympian you have body dysmorphia? Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. Well, meanwhile, you're fat as fuck. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Ouch. It's
0: like Hunter Biden telling somebody they're a crackhead. Like, okay, dude.
1: You got a problem, buddy.
0: Yeah, probably. Stop doing that booger sugar. I just, man, I just don't get you people. I just don't. That stuff blows my butt. And the other part was, I don't know. Why the fuck do I let this shit bother me? I was talking to Sheila about this. I told her it was like, uh, I think it was Saturday. I woke up just in a bed. Well, here's the deal. Saturday, I have flamenco guitar lessons in the morning. And um, I was kind of late for it. And I always get very anxious when I'm late. for I do not like being late for things. I feel like that's kind of like an insult to the person. But I also pay the guy for the lessons. Like if I'm late, it's on me. But I don't like wasting people's time. And then that followed by, uh, I tried taking out a money order about two weeks ago and I was using my American Airlines card and they rejected it. And I was, I was just wanting to see if I could just to get the miles. And I was like, I don't think it will because the credit card. Well, I go to look at my credit card bounce and they charged me. They charged me even though they rejected it. And so I had to go through them like, hey, I never got this money. And then I get some foreigner. Yeah, I'm going to fucking say it. I don't give a fuck. If your employees can't speak fucking English, they should not be in your customer support departments. Fuck. I get some foreigner and they just, she, God bless her. She's trying to speak English, but I'm like, look, you don't get this. Give me somebody. And I was like, you know what? Let me just fucking call the bank. I call the bank and I get the same runaround. around. But finally, I'm like, look. I did not get this money. I am not paying you this money back. I will close this fucking a card. You ain't getting shit from me on this. $4500. And, so, and it's like, "Well, we're going to have to do an investigation." It's like, "You probably should." You probably fucking should because I will not pay you this money. I never received this money cuz I had to use my other my USAA card to take out that money. But they rejected my credit card, which was fine. That's fine. I just want to see if I get the miles for the uh the American Airlines. But I go and I look and it's like $4500. Where the fuck did this come from? So I have to trace it all back. I was like, I did not drop $4,500. And then it was like, oh, it's the money order. It was on this date. I was like, yep, that's it. So I had to contact them. We'll see what happens. But I, I dude, I've never seen that before in my entire life.
1: That's crazy. That
0: is crazy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if I had to just kind of let that slide and just be like, yeah, let me just pay it. I would have paid $4, them $4,500? I would have Shit. paid them free money. Free money. Blows my mind. So I had the guitar lessons I was a little bit late for, and then that, and then my mom's coming to visit. And then I found out my brother has prostate cancer. <laughs> just like, I'm in a bad fucking mood. I'm just in a bad fucking, I've, I still feel the remnants of it a little bit. I don't know what is wrong with me. I just feel like everything, and we, I have a fucking tax accountant that fucked up my taxes. Had to get them redone. I'm going house hunting, and they need my last two year of tax returns. Well, I got to wait for the amendment taxes to post. So we found a house yesterday and guess what? I can't even put a bid on it because right now the bank needs the last two years of tax returns and sure as shit, I have some, you know, I'm not trying to turn into a bitch fest, even though it's too late, but it's just like, man, can I catch a fucking break? Can I catch one fucking break? It's just one thing after another. it will be okay, buddy. Well, my brother's fine though. It's early stages. They caught it. God willing, they'll be able to treat it. You know, he's doing good. He's okay. Um, you know, he's, he's straight up gay, so as soon as I called him, I was like, See, that's what happens, you stick stuff in your butt, bro. I was, I was like, bro, <laughs> that that, Oh, absolutely, <laughs> he, he, he beat me too. And he's like, he, it's like, As soon as I hear from John, I'm hear all the fucking gay jokes. He's like, You damn right, you will. It's like, Maybe get maybe get better quality dick up in there. I don't know. <laughs> 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 he's good, he's good. No, he's in high spirits, though. I do love him, he's a good guy, but of course, man, he, he's worse than me when it comes to dark humor. He's, yeah. But, was uh, he in the military? Oh god no. Absolutely. My my brother Navy. was he was Navy. No, not even that. He's way too flamboyant. Way too flamboyant. <clears throat> He's calmed down in his older age. He's, he's hitting 46 years old now, so he's calming down. Oh my God,
1: dude. Have you seen some of these uh, commercials that they've been running for the military now?
0: No, I don't think I want to. Oh my
1: God, dude. It's so funny. Why? Like, it just looks like overweight, ordinary people, Navy <laughs> SEALs. One guy's on the back of a boat. He's like, I didn't even know how to swim. And he rolls back into the ocean. I'm
0: like, oh my God. I have AIDS. <laughs> I did see that Joe Biden is calling back some of the inactive ready reserve. Now, let me explain that real quick to people that don't know what the IRR is. The IRR is inactive ready reserve. So when you join the military, you're going to do eight years no matter what. Now, how many years you want to do active is completely up to you. So say, for example, you walk into your recruiting station, like, I'm going to join the Air Force because I'm smart and I don't want to fight and do stuff. and I have Wi-Fi and shit. And so the Air Force recruiters are like, okay, well, how many years do you want to be active? And normally, depending on what they, they need at the time, it'd be anywhere from three, three years is usually the minimum. You can only do three minimum active and the rest of them, you get out, you finish your active duty, but you can still be recalled if anything bad happens. And the last time the IRR was recalled at such grand magnitude was, I think back in 2006 for the surge of Iraq. Like basically they were, it was a lot of, and it wasn't like the infantry because there's just infantry's everywhere. We're, we're, we're stupid. There's so many of us, it's, Come, we're like the worker ants. It was the technical jobs they were calling back because they couldn't have, they didn't have enough people to fill those spots. Well, Joe Biden just hit the IRR up again for Atlantic operations. Now, I mean, look, folks, you can say that it's not because of Ukraine. Um, Yeah, it's because of Ukraine. You've also hit a record low in the last fifty years of our military. Fifty-year low of recruitment numbers. They have not met.
1: Yeah. After seeing that commercial, I could see why.
0: Yeah. So the recruitment numbers are way down, way down. They're offering some serious bonuses right now, though. But recruitment numbers haven't been this bad in 50 years. Good job, Joe Biden. Good job. So now they're basically hurting for tech jobs saying, you know, we have these people that are, you know, whatever the case may be, they're having to recall people. I tell him, "It's like I'm sorry, you booted out the unjabbed. You went on a witch hunt because of black sec Lloyd Austin that's a fucking racist. You alienated and demonized anyone with the political differencing of opinions, difference of opinions. And then you expect people to want to join your ranks when you've got basically these nonstop briefings of transgender bullshit and woke gender ideology, proper pronouns. And then, yeah, this is the thing. They do require proper pronoun use in the uniform now. Suck my fucking dick. You can keep that ridiculousness. No wonder people don't want to join your corporation. So I'm going to tell you right now, you better pray we don't have a war with Russia because if we don't, if we do, our military is fucked. We will lose. We will lose. You don't have war fighters in the ranks anymore. You got some beta little bitches up there. You don't have alpha men anymore. But this is what you wanted. This This is what you wanted. Go for it. Go see what's kicking off in Russia and Ukraine. See what kind of men are on those front lines. I'm going to tell you right now, you little keyboard warrior beta simps, you ain't going to cut it. I can tell you that right now. You will not cut it. You're dead. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Hey, send them. I don't give a fuck. Send the woke. Let them die. I don't give a shit. I'm not to I am I don't like these people. You transgender ideology bullshit with your pronoun. Hey, have fun. Go to town. Go fight for freedom. Quote unquote. Go fight for fucking 10% of the big guy in Burisma. Be my guest. Be my fucking guest. Shit's ridiculous. Shit's just fucking retarded, man, at this point. You just, you, you can't even, I can't even respect this nation's military. I respect those that want to join and serve. I get that. But the leadership is just straight crap. You've got leaders up there that are so fat, out of shape, insane, mentally unstable, that have never pulled a trigger in their entire fucking life. Dressing in drag. Dressing in drag. I'm gonna say it, folks. I'm sorry. I think this gayness has gotten so far out of fucking hand that men can't even be men anymore. It's it's insane to me. But somehow this makes people want to join the mill. I have no idea why. No, I. Why the hell would you want to join this nation's mid? It's a joke. Nope. This country is a fucking joke. Joe Biden has done in almost three years destroyed this nation from the ground up just nuts to me. Oh, my God. 100%. I would 100% discourage any young man or woman from joining this nation's military. That's patriotism, folks. Blind obedience is not patriotism. That's the furthest thing from it. Hell, America was born out of a revolution. We're kind of... That's kind of our thing. It's kind of our shtick. At least it was. Now you have bands like Rage Against the Machine is now... You know, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Uh, Yeah, we're going to take the jab and fuck you if you don't want to listen. What, stand over there in that line
1: and get the jab? (laughs) That's what you want me to do? Okay, I'll do it now.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. And you just look at this and you're like, my God. My God. What the hell happened? What the fuck happened? But here we are. Here we are. Oh, my gosh. Tech CEO, downtown San Francisco, never going back to its pre-pandemic state. Mark Benioff, the CEO of Salesforce, has claimed that downtown San Francisco will not be going back to its pre-pandemic state. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because it was always shit. Like, it it couldn't have gotten any better. San Francisco? Yeah. It's like, we're not going back to how it was before. Uh, It's like, ah. You know, my cousin
1: got married uh, in like 2001 Mm -hmm. over in Napa Valley, and we went to uh, San Francisco for his bachelor. And it was nice. We had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It was a really cool city. Then, I don't know. I haven't been there since. I was about to say, like, what about it, since
0: then? Like, know, you as far probably as like, get,
1: I don't know, stuck by a needle or yeah, some
0: human shit. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, but it used, to, I, I think it used to be a, a great city. Not from the pictures I'm looking at, it does not look nice. 10 cities Back everywhere. In the
1: early 2000s. Yeah. Very early 2000s.
0: Coronavirus pandemic launched a revolution of stay-at-home work, forcing major metropolitan areas like downtown San Francisco to become havens for vacant office buildings, per Fox Business. The Associated Press reported that the office vacancy rates in San Francisco were 24.8% in the first quarter, more than five times the pre-pandemic levels, and well above the average rate of 18.5% for the nation's top cities, according to CBRE, a commercial real estate service company. Uh, For San Francisco, the three-year exile resulted in empty storefronts with large going-out-of-business signs hanging from windows. Just great job, everybody. We just, you know, hey, at least not at least millions of people didn't die. Oh, yeah, they did. And it was the elderly. It was the compromised immune systems. It wasn't the young bucks. It wasn't the middle aged. It wasn't people in shape. And I remember screaming at the sky about this. Do not tank the economy for this illusion of safety the government has created. And what happened? They banned my fucking YouTube. They took everything from me. And look at it now. If you If you would have fucking listened, if you idiots would have fucking listened... But no, God, we need a revolution. We need a revolution so fucking bad it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then the CPAC bullshit. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I saw. You know, apparently CPAC happened in Florida or some shit. They're turning points that the, where they all jerk each other off and like, oh God, Daddy Trump. And Charlie kicked Kirk up So there with this big fucking balloon head, and he's talking about all the bullshit he talks about. And then there's these people that are literally complaining that I follow on Twitter. One dude's like, I paid nine hundred dollars. And I've had to stand in line for an hour just to get a sandwich. I've had to stand in line three hours to do this. It's like, why would you pay $900 to go to a political conference to meet fucking politicians? I am, I am at a loss on that one. I thought it was free. No, apparently not. You got to pay to go in there? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Because they had the likes of Ted Cruz there. They had Trump was going to talk and all, all kinds of other stuff.
1: Yeah, wouldn't it make more sense for the politicians to pony up the money to have people come in because they're going
0: to be getting their message out there? Isn't that? Isn't it weird how we are now as a society? And yeah. people, it is a fucking cult. It is a cult. The idea that you, you think like a celebrity, a politician should be classified as celebrity because of what? Voting yay, nay, or abstain? That's it? Did you watch any of it? Hell no. I, I saw a few clips. I saw Don Jr. going up there. I saw Anna Paulina Luna, like really out herself. She, <laughs> you talk about politicians that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. She's one of them. She gets up there and she's talking about like, uh, apparently so Donald Trump went to CPAC, but he did not go to Tucker, Tucker Carlson's interview with a lot of the political, uh, presidential debates. Uh, I think Vivek was there. Um, all of them were there all, except Trump. Yeah. Well, Trump didn't go. I saw where he buried Mike Pence. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, Tucker fucking destroyed Mike and Pence then he had on that Tim one. Scott on there. Yeah,
1: I mean, he had. I thought Tucker did, did a good job. He's Tucker did an amazing job. Yes, a Trump fan, or I don't know, not, maybe not a fan, but a Trump supporter. That's I think what so. I got from it. Well, I mean,
0: he spoke at the uh, CPAC thing, but the thing that aggravated the hell out of me is that Trump did not go to that debate. He said he's not going to do it. I don't think he's going to debate DeSantis. I don't think he will. He's been talking about he's going to He's not going to do it. But anyway, Anna Paulina Luna goes out there. And DeSantis did not go to CPAC because that's a fucking turning point cult. That's all there is. You're going to get up there. You're getting a booed. There's no point in attending that. That is a Trump echo chamber. There is no point going. Anyway, Anna Paulina Luna goes up there and it's like, and isn't it just like people to dodge debates, blah, 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 like, you know, why certain people don't show up to debates and we're just kind of like, did she not know that Trump did not go on Tucker Carlson? Right. And the audience kind of was kind of like going, uh, uh, do we clap for this? I don't know. She she did, and then she actually said Trump, and you know Trump running for she said I forget what it was per se, but everybody's like retweeting. It's like does she know that she's actually taking a dig at Trump right now? And at the very end, I guess she made up. For it, it's like and I'm a supporter of Donald Trump. It's like but you're basically just calling him out for running from a debate. Yeah, I think he should debate. I think he 100 should debate. They should all. Fucking it would debate.
1: only, you know, do him good. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Why run from a debate?
1: He had a. I think he overall he had a fairly successful presidency i mean everybody was wealthier
0: under his leadership that is true that is true but he still should be every every politician he should, should. Debate, he should know. say
1: look this is what i started this is what i i want to do to finish it
0: i did see that mike pence got fucking ripped oh yeah, my god is such a he is an idiot like i don't even know why he's running like, f- forget the whole, you know, certifying the election, which he had to do. Constitutionally, he had to do. Mike Pence cannot overthrow that. People like, ah, he, sure not. Yeah, he, he can't. And Trump, I think, scapegoated on that one. You cannot, it's, it was a, what they called a um, decorum thing. It was the, the process of counting the electoral votes. It's like, it had already been done, but this was just for, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know what you would actually call this for. But anyway, um, Pence gets up there. And Tucker, I think, brought to sound, brought to mind, essentially what every American's thinking, because Mike Pence said he's worried that there's not enough American tanks in Ukraine, and Tucker's like, we are in a, we are have a very, very bad economy, cities are crumbling, crimes to the roof, suicides have jumped up, he's like, and you're you're saying to the American person, I'm paraphrasing here, folks, that you're not worried about, or you you're, you care more about American tanks in Ukraine, and he said, I'm not worried about it. And I'm kind of like, what the fuck? I was like, wait, wait. Oh, was Tucker was saying
1: that there, he was listing off everything that's going mm-hmm. bad in America.
0: Yeah. And then that's where Mike my Pence is. He, I'm not worried about he's it. He's like, that's not my concern. That's not my concern. Yeah. He said, because basically he said like, we can I? do both. It's like, do both. You shouldn't have to do both. We shouldn't be funneling billions of dollars into Ukraine. Like, this is ridiculous. Have you
1: seen the deficit?
0: Yeah. It's like, I'm, that's not my concern. Uh, you're the president. That should be your main concern is the American people. And Tucker just, I mean... I think Pence ended his run on that one. It's like, bro, you're done. He you're was done. never going anywhere. Anyway. No, but is kind of like, why, anything, why would you run though? I like, think what why? we're
1: doing is just we're seeing who's going to be the VP pick.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think it's gonna be Pence.
1: I think it's gonna be Tim Scott. I don't think so. That's my guess. I don't know. If I had to, I had to pick somebody right now, I would say Tim Scott.
0: I think Vivek is really sucking that deck hard. But whoever really he picks
1: as his VP, mm-hmm. he will set up to be the next president.
0: That's why I think. Uh, I don't know. So I think uh, I mean DeSantis
1: didn't do himself any favors by jumping into the race. In we still don't know if
0: DeSantis might not be his VP VP pick. He's not going to be his VP. You don't pick. think so? I don't think so at all. We'll see. I don't know because DeSantis just came out and said that he's not going to attack Trump. I saw this article on Breitbart. Of course, Breitbart's sucking Trump's dick. Breitbart is Trump loyalist through and through. Everything they're putting out there is anti-DeSantis, pro-Trump. Fox is kind of down the middle, which I wouldn't expect from Fox. Yep. Uh, but,
1: you know, I like Byron Donald Donalds too in mm-hmm. the uh, in the chat there and kick. There's, a, I think there's some, a few good quality people out there that would probably represent pretty well. Like Vivek Ramaswamy, I think he's got a lot of great ideas. I don't
0: know, man. I, that dude, he just, he's, he's got a weird. I, I just don't trust. Weird that guy. accent. No, he doesn't have an accent. He just, he just got. He's, he sounds like a snake oil salesman. There's something about him I don't trust. I don't know why, but that's just me. But. I mean,
1: But you never know until these guys get into the White House. I mean, we didn't know what Trump would do when he got in there. The only reason I like Trump was just because he was so opposite of everything else that we've ever seen in the White House that it felt good to kind of like, you know, stick a finger in the eye of all these scumbag politicians.
0: But, you know, I think with Trump, though, in the debates and stuff like that, we kind of already knew. That's why he grew such in popularity so quickly, because he was the uh, the opposition to the left and the Republican establishment, you know, when he's going up against the likes of Jeb Bush and the rest of them, and especially Hillary Clinton, yeah. you know, I think he basically kind of showed everybody he's like he pulled out his balls said this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And people believe that. Now the thing that is he's being faced against now is all of his decisions. Some are great. Some are bad. It's just like the bro, you, the people that you picked to surround yourself with were fucking horrible picks. So why? Yeah. So it's like, if you couldn't drain the swamp the first time, why should we trust you to drain it again? If, if you weren't smart enough, to pick, because he still surrounds himself with the likes of Roger Stone. This guy's a fucking moron. Do you think he would have been
1: better off picking
0: Newt <laughs> Gingrich as a VP rather than Mike Pence? I, you know, the reason he picked Mike Pence, I don't know. Because Mike, Mike Pence, Pence was, is, a, he was a, a nobody. He was a nobody. He was a nobody. And he was just kind of like, this guy's boring. He, You know? Right. And I don't like basing politics off of charisma because really it should be about policy. It should Pence, be, but it isn't. I know. And Pence is kind of, uh, he's a you know, Christian. You know, he, he got a lot of flack for being anti-gay. But instead, it's, it's like, hey, that's his right to be that way. Like, mm-hmm. that is 100% his right to be that way. But with the picks that Trump had, like, I don't know. Like, Mike Pence? Eh? No, probably wouldn't have picked him. But then again, at the time, who were your options? Newt Gingrich? Meh.
1: Nah. I mean, Newt was a real big Trump supporter in the very beginning. Yeah, I know his name was being kicked around as a VP. Where's he at
0: now? Newt? Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know. Where's he standing re- now? He's retired and I don't know. Just I
0: don't blame the guy.
1: I haven't heard anything... From him since 2016.
0: New Gingrich kind of just, uh, just. But he really was a good about speaker him. of the house. Like, I yeah, mean,
1: yeah. I don't know. These guys are all probably.
0: Well, scumbags. that's the other thing I love about like the. uh And Twitter's just turned to a fucking cancer chamber of the DeSantis versus the uh, the Trump influencer network. And it's gotten so out of hand and stupid. But um, you see every the talking points go out and everybody regurgitates the same bullshit. It's like DeSantis is a paid rhino. He's in league with the Bushes. And like, OK, prove this. Prove this. It's like Paul Ryan loves him. It's like Trump literally endorses Paul Ryan. I said he's a good, like Trump. And this is the thing. It's like the people on Trump's side will accuse the DeSantis camp of one thing. Yet Trump turns around and has been doing it for years and they will not acknowledge it. And I cannot stand that intellectual dishonesty. It's like, look, if you want to pit them against each other based upon the things they have and have not done, I'm fine with that. But stop fucking lying. The lying and just... It's like the thing that just pisses me off the most about the Trump supporters. We're not saying all Trump supporters, but a lot of the Trump people on Twitter, they are so full of shit and, full, and just full on lying. And they're adopting leftist tactics to go after DeSantis. And it's nuts. I saw Mike Lindell, went, uh, that Chris guy, Chris Reopen, who was on the podcast, went after that motherfucker. And basically said, you know, why are you lying about all this stuff? And Lindell's thing, and Lindell wanted actually Trump to impose fucking martial law. Crackhead extreme wanted Trump to impose martial law because of the election results. You fucking kidding me? This is the guy that literally on that napkin, on that piece of paper, it was written martial law. Who the fuck are you surrounding yourself with? And then you get the likes of Roger Stone. This guy is one of the biggest quacks I have ever seen. And then Steve Bannon and Chris apparently got thrown out of CPAC. And he was like, I want my $200 back. You're like, all right, well funded but he goes after all of them. And he's basically trying to be the anti Laura Loomer by getting in these politicians faces. Like, Hey, he's banned. Where's all that money for the border well, walls. Like I didn't take a penny. He's like, is that why you went to jail? Really? The dude's full of shit. And Roger Stone gets up there. And it's funny because the way he talks to this audience, the way they, they post a the picture, it's like a full crowd. But if you step back, it's like the middle of the chairs, it's like flooded. It's sure. packed, but everything around it is empty. Like, nobody wants to hear Roger Stone talk. The guys, are, and this is, this is one of Trump's biggest mistakes. Stop surrounding yourself with clown show freaks. Stop it. It's getting insane now. It's getting stupid. I mean, it, it's not get It is there. It's dumb. It's fucking dumb. I don't want any more of this shit. I want fucking politicians. They're going to put policy in check. And you know, the thing I, I looked about, we had an article here, and this is what pisses me off about the likes of Dan Crenshaw and the rest of them. Appeals court halts order blocking government censorship collusion with big tech. Article 230 hasn't been fucking touched. And we're going right back to the same way it was before. Listen to this. A federal appeals court has temporarily halted a ruling from a lower court that prevented key members of the Biden administration from pressuring social media companies to censor Americans. That is the very definition of fascism. And we're right back where we started. Right back where we started. But every single one of these fucking politicians, to include Trump and the rest of them, did fuck all. Fuck all. I'm very curious on this. When are we going to get our hands out of the sand and start saying, look, these are the issues that are really matter to a lot of people out there. Because a lot of people's businesses revolve around this kind of stuff. my Ours included. Ours fucking included. But this shit's just getting insane at this point. Who would have thought? Who, who who would have thought in America you would see well, you know I never would have thought, and it's probably been going on for a very long time as far as a censorship of the media and shit like that from the White House, mm-hmm. but now it's just flagrantly out there, and nobody seems to give a fuck. Yeah. Nobody seems to give a shit. Zero fucks given. They can censor, they can ban, they can remove you, and then what? The shit's nuts. Remember how they talked about in Texas, they made it illegal? Oh, they're still doing it. Nobody's going to fucking do anything about it. Laws being broken by the government left and right. But if the government does something, oh, nothing happens to them. You Sounds do something. Sounds good on the
1: campaign trail, though, right?
0: Sounds amazing. I just get tired of hearing this shit over and over and over again. Ah. <sighs> Justice Department's request for a temporary halt was granted by three-judge panel for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit made up of Clinton appointee Carly e. Stewart, Obama appointees James E. Grave, and Trump appointee Andrew S. Oldman. You know what's about a uniparty? I love how they always talk about Uniparty. The this is the uniparty. A bunch of fucking QAnon retards out there. And then you turn around you look at these people, and you start to see, hey, Bush, Obama, and Trump appointee judge, all three unanimously said, yes, this is a good thing. Bro. Talking about Uniparty. That's that shit right there. The idea that you can censor Americans because they're talking bad about the US government? Fuck the US government. You got these big tech nerds like fucking Zuckerberg. You get Sudar Peachy from Google. These people are getting away with so much bullshit. Censorship because they don't want you to know the truth. We just got done with COVID. And the level of censorship they threw at everybody to try and downplay ivermectin, all these other things that actually worked. People died because of principles. You know, it, should, it shouldn't it should be that difficult to say like, hey, you know, Anthony Fauci gets up, says, you should be able to get like 10 vaccines. And then you talk about ivermectin, y'all kind of folks, don't give your, your kids horse steroids or whatever. And then people start using it. It starts working and then they ban it. And then they start threatening doctors that if you issue it, you'll get your license revoked. All at the hands of the government. I'm sorry. Motherfuckers should be lined up against the wall and shot right now, Fauci being one of them. And Trump should be facing some charges too for appointing that motherfucker and giving him a presidential medal and empowering that son of a bitch. I'll fucking say it. And yet we sit here and we look at social media censorship and nobody seems to give a fuck the same shit over and over and over again. I'm so fucking over it, dude. I'm so fucking over it. Blows my mind. And it's kind of like, look, it's a private company. You're right. But it's not a private company when it's taking federal money. It's no longer a private company. Now you're a proxy. And if you're a proxy, then you should respect the rights. It's fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Did y'all listen to that episode with Dominic Gizzo on the Sound of Freedom? Did you listen to what we were talking about? Listen to this. Sound of Freedom producer Hale's hit movie experts in Hollywood got wrong. All glory to God, this is a miracle. What the fuck are you talking about? Your movie went viral. It's about something that's trending. Awesome. But I guess it spreads awareness. We're spreading awareness, folks. That's the new thing. We got to spread awareness. Okay, so people are aware. It's like, I had this one argument with this lady in the chat or in the comments section. She goes, it's spread awareness. Like, "Uh, were you not aware that this existed? The fact is you don't fucking care and that's okay. It's okay. You can't care about every single problem out there, but I love how they're pitching this now. In, In my mind, I'm like, but what's actually being done? A lot of money. This movie made a lot of money. Yeah, Where's that money going? I went and saw it. You went and saw, it, yeah. Friday night. Yeah. So but I'm like, "Where's this money going? If we're talking about actually seeing change, then I want to see some money go to places that it's actually being utilized to combat human trafficking. Don't just and this is the most fucking bullshit, see through, transparent garbage. We've never cured ALS. Veteran suicide never went down from all the veteran fucking suicide bullshit. Everybody jumped on. Oh, we're gonna go road march in Nevada. Where I all this money raised, millions goes to Wounded Warrior. And nothing fucking changes. How much cancer research do you donate to? Nothing fucking changes. It's the next trending fucking thing to jump on. In reality, it's the victims that suffer the most because you give them this false sense of fucking hope and then dick all actually happens. Don't feed me the awareness bullshit. I, people are fucking aware. This is a miracle the people were talking about a trending movie of human trafficking and links to jeffrey epstein nitwit ultra no fucking shit great and cool good but what's being done don't sit there and pretend like you taking your ass in the movie theater is in any way helping stop human trafficking because it's not it's fucking not oh this shit gets on my goddamn nerves Motherfuckers out there don't want to act like it. it's called performance activism. Is what it's called. Performance activism. It's to give the appearance. I even saw one dipshit on my Facebook timeline like, "Be wary of anybody that says anything bad about this movie." Really?
1: Honestly, like my take on it was, uh, it was a very mm-hmm. emotional naturally film naturally because of the you know wow. the content uh-huh. and being the subject there. yeah but i think they could have probably done a documentary style rather than that's having child thing. actors yeah. in this thing in these adult very very adult situations that's where i'm like mm. felt grimy yeah. when i left yeah and that's mm. still a little bit i mean i, I couldn't watch it because yeah. the scenes that they had so i mean it wasn't anything like where they showed yeah yeah like anything yeah. terrible like that but it's the illusion where, of where the, yeah. they allude to it yeah. and then they cut to the next scene yeah. And, they, oh God, and no. it's like, mm. like I just don't I don't know that that helps but yeah. hearing this guy's story I think was extremely much you
0: do a documentary
1: a documentary I think yeah. would put, put a documentary yeah. on
0: this you know right but but, but at it's, the yeah. end of it
1: they, they they asked people to, you know, buy tickets for people who couldn't afford it. So I'm like, well, how about you just fucking show it for free then? If yeah. It's that goddamn. If before, you've already made that much
0: money. That's what I'm saying. This to me feels like another fucking grift. It feels like another fucking grift. That's when it starts to feel like a grift. When they're like, eh, if you could do this, mm-hmm. I mean, if it was we made did, five years did. ago and you, it it wasn't made five years. The, the the thing was in 2017. They were talking about doing this. Apparently, it wasn't made that longer. It was made recently, but um. I'm with you. I'm like, it does feel like a griff. When you see this, She's like, more people got to go see it. For what reason? Because it's incredibly sad. Yeah. And
1: anybody who's a parent mm-hmm. can sympathize with yeah. somebody stealing your kids and mm-hmm. taking them to do awful,
0: horrific things. Yeah. I mean. But I'm just questioning. It's kind of it, like, okay, if this said, why are we still having an open border? Yeah. We're talking about human trafficking. Yeah. Why is there still a fucking open border?
1: That should be number one. If mm-hmm. that's the most important thing, then shutting down that border would... Yep. Cure a lot of things here in the United States, but I I mean, they go on to say that you know a lot of these kids who are kidnapped and sold into slavery, it happens here in the United States. Yeah, which I I think they said America's like the biggest one. A lot of people probably already know, and they allude, they don't, they talk about in Bangkok. There's some, oh god, expensive hotel that you know rich people go to to you know have sex with kids. Mm -hmm. So it's it it was nasty content
0: for sure. That's why I can't watch stuff like it's just disgusting. I think, I, it, I, just, I think I a love,
1: documentary would probably have been yeah, a yeah. little bit
0: Give me some names out better. some motherfuckers. Start yeah. having actionable things. Not this generic bullshit. Oh, it's great. Well, okay. Well, people are aware. Aware of what now? What are you aware of? Well, human trafficking. Yeah, we know human trafficking exists. Sex trade, it all, we know it all exists, but you've you've not blown the lid off of anything. It's just a feel an emotionally based movie. That's all it is. But people take that as kind of like, ah, oh, we've started a movement. Of what? Here's the same fucking movement, folks. You ready for this? Because I'm going to hit you right in between the fucking eyes. I don't care if people don't like it. It's the truth. You remember this movement where all these fucking veteran influencers went out there and posted these gay as fuck signs that said, Hunt your local pedophile? Pedophile lives don't matter. And you didn't do fuck all. You're out there posing with these stupid fucking pictures, geared the fuck up, holding a little sign that says pedophile lives don't matter. And you ain't doing shit. You're doing it because you want to capitalize on the clout you can generate in the comments for posting dumb shit like that. How many pedophiles did you kill? Very curious. Just, just cure off the top of your head. How many did you kill? You're not going to. Why? Because you're not going to jail for one of them. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to hit you where it fucking hurt because I hate the slacktivism. Pedophile lives don't matter. Well, are you going to go take some pedophile lives? Or are you just posting to make yourself feel good? And again, capitalize off the cloud that you can generate from something like that using pedophilia as your means to do is fucking disgusting. But nobody has enough see-through to understand this shit. Instead, people like me that say this, like, you're just a hater, blah, blah, blah. No, I just want actual action. And if you're not gonna actually do that, then shut the fuck up and it's okay. It's okay if you don't give a fuck about this. It's okay if you don't care about childhood cancer. Or sex trade over in Africa. like It's okay. Why? Because you can't be worried about every single problem in this world, folks. You got to worry about the problems that affect you directly. I get it. I get it. But it feels like our society has just morphed into this thing of like, oh, we're all just going to go see this movie. We're all doing our part. All, you ain't doing shit. You pay 10 bucks. That's going in some dude's pocket that probably doesn't give a fuck about human trafficking. But he made a movie about it. Well, God, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it, man. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll try to remain
1: optimistic on it that. I know, mean, we can hopefully, remain will do some, we we, something I thought good. the same thing
0: with ALS. I dumped the water on my head, donated to a call, it, and what? What happened? Oh, still no cure? Still no, or maybe it's because they don't want a cure.
1: Maybe you needed a golden shower instead <laughs> of the ice bucket. <laughs> that would create real change.
0: <laughs> Ugh, I'm unwanted. I'm cranky today. I just get tired of seeing this shit.
1: Yeah, it was... It was, it was a tough one to watch, for
0: sure. Oh, I believe. It. I mean, so. so was Schindler's List. But do we start a movement on the Holocaust on that one? I mean, I, where, where, and they said it started a movement. What's the movement? Okay, what is? who's the movement comprised of, and what is the movement doing? All I know that's going to happen is going to be a lot of money donated that's probably not going to be tracked. And there's going to be a lot of people getting rich off of this shit. And the ultimate issue or the ultimate victims are those kids that nobody's really going to give a fuck about.
1: So I I thought Izzo brought up a good point too, where he was talking about the numbers of kids who were kidnapped here yeah. in America were upwards of like, what do you say? A million. Mm-hmm. But he said of that, yeah, a lot of them was,
0: it's the numbers game. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah, it's a numbers game to where it was a yeah. parent saying that the other parent had taken their kid and it really wasn't a kidnapping or a missing child. They yeah. know where they are. Yeah. So I, but even still, if it's, Hundred thousand, hundred thousand, 50,000. That's still yeah. a
0: huge number. Oh yeah. One is more than enough. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I just, I feel like though, like, well, with a lot of the stuff, it's like there's gonna be a lot of people that their action and there's nothing wrong with us. Their actions go out and donate money to some of these causes. Yeah. That's great. That I can respect, but do you care enough to say, I actually want to see where this money's going? I want to see them 990s. I want to see the documented reports of where your money's being spent because I'm telling you, you go, you pull Project Veritas, you start looking where a lot of that money went, and people do not like me saying this. We love James O'Keefe. He can do no wrong, blah, blah, blah. You do realize that you should always keep people honest and transparent, and when you're spending 20 Gs on a Broadway play that you yourself are in with donor money, you fucked up, and you should be fired. It's good to say it. That's donor money. That money is supposed to go to the cause that you claim to represent. So if people are going to go donate to these causes to end human trafficking, that's great. But care enough to say, I want to see your 990s and I want to see where this money is going. If you don't care enough to do that, then you don't really care. You want to throw money at a problem and say you did your part. Oh,
1: damn. Damn. Yeah, I thought they, they brought up another good point too in that, in that movie was that you know, they open this uh, the movie up with them catching a pedophile, and they see all this, you know, pedophile material. And the one guy says to Jim Caviezel, he's like, "Yeah, you know, I don't feel like I'm a, how many pedophiles have he caught?" And he lists, you know, like two hundred something. He's right. like, "Well, how many kids have he saved?" And he didn't have an answer. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a pretty good question. It's like, okay, where are the kids being saved? You know, you're catching the pedophiles, but where are the children that? are being abused and abducted and all that stuff. How many are being saved? I thought that was a, I don't a know. fair question. That is fair. Well,
0: I mean, at the same token, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't want to, um, you know, th- that's probably one of those things. Like once it's over, let's put it behind us. I right. want to keep reliving this. So I get that. And it's not like they're going to go out there and put these faces like this. We say these many kids or this many. It's like, that's, that's, well there I, should be some number
1: like how many kids that you save. You don't have to put their face yeah. out there oh, but okay. like yeah. hey, you yeah. know, we saved you know, 50,000 kids or yeah. you know, in the movie they say uh, at, at the end they give the number of kids at, you know, under Tim's uh leadership, how many kids they saved, how many people they put, you know, arrested and stuff like that. So hmm. I think those numbers are important if you want to, you know, fundraise for that stuff.
0: I, I can agree with that. But I also feel like they'd also probably fudge the numbers. Problem, just, to like kind of just Yeah, trying to justify their stuff. Like I don't trust people. I just, I'm I'm a, I'm a it's cynic. T- yeah. I'm a cynic Nowadays, you have to be like. Yeah. I think it's kind of everybody's getting their eyes open to just how much we've been lied to about everything. Like literally everything. It's crazy. The producer of Sound of Freedom, the anti-child trafficking drama starring Jim Caviezel on Sunday, hailed the hit faith-based movie production as more than a movie, claiming instead it's a movement. Eduardo verstigia joined Fox and Friends weekend host Pete to reveal the People's Movie has soared toward the top at the box office, claiming the number two spot at raking in 82 million as of Saturday. Why is it they they, they always focus on the money? The money is the metric by which to measure this movement. Well, then that means your movement's based around money.
1: I think it also shows <laughs> that. It's not just Hollywood that can make blockbuster films. Oh, we've known that.
0: I mean, it's just... You had to have one that could rally the people. But... Because uh, Cause I know Daily Wire tried it with Open... Or freedom Prayer or whatever with uh, Gina Carano. It didn't really do so well. What was the... that
1: Angel Studios putting out... Yeah. Like, like uh, what is it? The Jesus Revolution. And then they had the one series, I think it was on Amazon. It was The Chosen, mm. which is actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh So they... I put out some...
0: Yeah. I mean, good for good them. Effect. I'm not, you not mean, the studio. I just think that we shouldn't be grandeurizing this thing more than what it actually... It's yeah. a fucking movie. It yeah. is a movie. But people say, we started a movement. Uh, no, you didn't. Well, they said it's based on a true story, so... So what? So was Schindler's List. I mean, again, it, like that doesn't change anything. All the experts again, in Hollywood... I think
1: after seeing it, I would have rather have seen a documentary yeah. of these guys just talking about their experiences, what they went through, because mm-hmm. we could use our own imaginations. You yeah. Know, like they're hop, know. hopping into a pontoon boat, going down a river to try to find this girl that was kidnapped and sold into slavery. Jesus. You know, I could use my imagination for that kind yeah. of stuff rather than having to put a little kid in that position yeah. to act like she's being kidnapped and almost raped. Yeah. That's disgusting.
0: That's disgusting. All the experts in Hollywood tell us this is not a good film for them. Well, I mean, yeah. Duh. Of course Hollywood won. Oh, but yeah, and they're the writer strikes growing. Like got, I got an article on that the writer strike. Um but yeah, of course you had Rolling Stone bashing this. And of course, now this is the part of the the whole plot series that yeah, they are going to try and cover this shit up because the people that don't want you to go see it are probably pedophiles. Probably. 100%. Makes sense to me. Why else would they try and trash this movie? Uh, okay, all the experts in Hollywood tell us this film is not a good film for them. That nobody will go see this film. He said for years, long struggle to get the thriller on the big screen. He then said how good it feels to defy Hollywood's critics uh, and succeed where they predicted failure. And more and more celebrities came out and applaud the achievement. So again, it seems like the real accomplishment here is the fact they defied Hollywood norms and had a successful movie. Yeah, I think that's the biggest victory. And if that's the biggest victory, then who the fuck cares? Great, good for you. Meanwhile, you got traffic kids that you claim to care about that are movement. You didn't do anything. What you did was you used the movie to essentially manipulate people's emotions to go see said movie, rally people, then went in mass. Oh, I gotta go see this movie. And you dominated Hollywood box office. Good job. But ultimately, how many kids did you save? Spreading awareness. Spreading awareness. That would be different. If in say, like a documentary said, hey, these are the signs to look for. Right. These that's different. These are what this is what yeah. you need your kid. This is how you yes. keep your kids safe. This yes. kind of stuff. Absolutely. So, that's the kind of stuff like now you're only not only are you like again getting people to be more a little aware of their circumstances or surroundings rather, but giving them educational tools on what to teach their children. I mean, and these are the common sense things. We talked about this on the podcast with Dominic. These are common sense things, but a lot of people don't know any better because they were never raised with a common sense parent. Like don't talk to strangers, never get in the car with a stranger unless you're an adult and you want Uber, (laughs) which is kind of funny to me, but still, but those are things like, okay, if they're putting together a movie on that, absolutely educate the people, spread awareness, get actionable content out there. But I'm sorry if it's a drama, I, I mean, fucking great. I don't know. And I've tried, I have tried my best to see this from every single angle. And all I see is here in about two months, We'll be talking about something else completely different, and this will be a dead movie. I don't
1: know. I hope not. I hope something good comes out of know, what they're nice. doing. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know their true intentions. All we can do is speculate. Ah, it's money. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the if money. If you're making eighty-three million dollars and you're thumbing your nose at. Uh, yeah, you know, Hollywood saying, "Look, we could do this." It was made five
0: years ago. It's like, but you use children to do it. The idea of children being adopted and raped and stuff—you yeah. use that to do it. It's like, I'm sorry, that kind of makes you disgusting. And I'm not, eyes. you know, shitting not on not the movie or, it, yeah. or
1: anything like that. Yeah, I thought it was well done. I I think Jim Caviezel, Caviezel yeah. I think he's a really good actor. You know, but loved him again, Canada, Monte Cristo. After seeing it, I'm just like, you leave the theater feeling very filthy.
0: I mean, I kind of wish I I, I
1: hadn't gone seeing it, to be honest with you.
0: Breitbart News says UFC president Dana White and singer-songwriter Jewel have joined the ranks of celebrities urging Americans to go to the theater to see the film Sound of Freedom. So I just had to go (laughs) on a different day. Why the fuck do I give a shit what these people have to say? Jewel said that. Yeah. Jewel and Dana White both said a list of celebrities to go go see the movie. Well, since Jewel said to, I guess I'm going to go now. All right. Derry uh, Barry Diller, actor and writer strikes could lead to Hollywood's absolute collapse. Oh man, I am crossing my fingers. I am cro- yes, folks. If we do want to fix this country, the biggest thing that we got to start with is get rid of Hollywood, wipe it off the map, destroy it all. That is the biggest causation behind a lot of our. Cultural issues right now. is because the bullshit that comes out. I mean, you can't even watch a television show these days without some kind of woke bullshit being jammed down our throats And it's turning more people against it now than ever It's like how about you just leave it alone Let let the movements grow on their own leave it be but everything's fucking trans everything's gay everything's sucking dick Everything's dudes. It's like, okay, you know I just wanted to watch star trek and I can't even fucking do that because you got some freaking gay ass alien Talking about like you're trying to hint about being trans like look i'm not gonna accept your mental disorder no matter what type of fucking method you put in to try and get people to normalize it, absolutely not. And children should be taught differently and better. Like, that is a man that is not really a man, and he's mentally confused, but society normalizes I mean, I can't even imagine having kids these days. I can't. Having a newborn. It's tough. And having to raise them around this shit. Oh, my gosh. Get them in church. Get them away from this bullshit. It's ridiculous. So my
1: daughter and I were watching this cartoon movie on netflix and then the opening scene like has these two cartoon nights and then i'm like yeah they're acting kind of funny and then next thing i know these two male cartoon characters are holding hands i'm like boop nope like we're not watching that keep the gay shit away nope she's like why i'm like because they've got adult stuff in this cartoon movie I'm yep. like well gotta cancel netflix
0: yep it's ridiculous it's real. I mean, you can't even, and they want, they, Why? they are intentionally putting this in front of your children. Yeah. They are intentionally trying to brainwash your children into watching this degenerate crap and expect it to be the norm. It, it's just, it's astounding to me. And people just buy this up because these parents, they're not actual parents. They're wanting to be friends and they just want to use their kids as some method of like signaling virtuously how good they are. And people are just over it. I'm over it. I feel like, kind of like my dad back saying, right, here we go with this gay shit again. I never wanted to be that way, but now I'm like, here we go with the fucking gay shit. I just want to watch Star Trek. Can I just watch one show without some fruitcake in there jamming around about fucking, oh, it's okay to be gay. It was, but now you're fucking throw it in everybody's face. And look, it wasn't really accepted. It was just tolerated. A lot of us are tolerated. Say, yeah, you know what? You're gay. Who gives a fuck? Cool. But now you go to the point of like, well, it should be celebrated. Nope. Now you've gone too far and I'm against you. Absolutely not. It's gone way too fucking far. Well, people buy into this shit. It's gotten insane. I mean, I, I, I have friends that are gay. I don't mind that shit. But they also are now at the point where they're throwing it in everybody's face. Like, you're the gay people that I can't fucking stand. Everything is gay. No, it's not. No, it's not. It isn't. You're like a very small percentage of the population. Mexico submits complaint to U.S. after Texas starts placing floating barriers along the Rio Grande. I saw that. Mexico has the audacity to come. I'm sorry. Can we just go to war with these motherfuckers? Can we can we just have this have this war? I think the
1: citizens of Mexico would probably like that cuz Mexico has a lot of great people. Yeah. The but there's just a bunch as of fuck. Yeah, yeah. They're like us. Yeah. It's like our country. There's I've so know many Mexico people would love
0: a war. It was like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, come wipe out our military and our government and we'll take charge because I mean, you get the cartel. It's ridiculous. cartel, you got corrupt yeah. official. I mean, it's a lot like here." Yep.
1: Except Mexico, you could drink the water here.
0: Mexico has said diplomatic no to the US government saying Texas deployment of floating barriers along the Rio Grande may violate treaties on boundaries and water, foreign relations secretary Alicia barnes said. said. Um, according to the Associated Press, barnes says Mexico will send an inspection team to the Rio Grande to see whether any part of the barrier put in place to deter illegal immigration extends into America, Amer- Mexico's, America. <laughs> Mexico's side of the border. I wouldn't give a fuck about Mexico. And like, how about you start policing your own citizens from crossing over, and then we'll give a fuck if our barrier crosses over? I mean, this is what I'm talking about—a president that has some fucking balls, because yeah. it ain't Biden. No. It is not Biden. No, he's he's a corrupt politician. I'm the guy's say. a piece of shit. You're sitting there and you're whining about a barrier infringing on your side of the river. I'm sorry, your citizens are infringing on our side nonstop. So they're lucky like- it don't get
1: shot. They say nothing about all the people from South America trekking across Mexico Not up to the word. United States border. Not a word. That's okay. Yep. But these barrels in the river. That's too far. Eh, Wait easy, a minute. Yeah. Easy, senor. Easy. That's, that's a little too much, huh? How are we supposed to get our cocaine in? That's fucking We're supposed ridiculous. to get all these kids in here. We, we just
0: bought and sold. It's just ridiculous at this point. Texas began rolling out new floating barriers in early July, but migrant advocates have voiced concerns about drowning risks from the. Ah, <laughs> uh, well then, don't cross illegally. Don't don't you lo- like? How are you supposed to set something up? This oh, and by the way, the wall doesn't work. I don't know if you've seen the videos. Now they're scaling this motherfucker left and right.
1: You know, the wall was supposed to be a deterrent and they had all this technology to where if somebody starts to go over and then within minutes, they have a border patrol agent that goes over there and stops it. So if well, there's nobody do, there,
0: it's hard to do, though, when you have hundreds of miles of stretches that are unpatrolled, like there's they, they have, impossible. Then,
1: then how is border crossing at all time low under President Trump's? Uh, oh, leadership? because you
0: actually had deterrents that were going to stop.
1: Them from Right. I'm just saying that so they had the, yeah. the parts of the wall that were done. Yeah, And then they had the technology that they needed to track people who were trying to cross over. I mean, you're not going to stop everybody. just buddy. needs
0: to be a fucking machine gun nest. Put one yeah. machine gun nest and start shooting these motherfuckers. That's it. That's literally it. That would do it. That would do it. that fix it. You'd be, be vanguing the other way. It's a border, man. It's there for a reason. America, we we got oh we got some serious issues. I agree. We've got some serious fucking issues. David in the kick chat. The wall should be an electric fence. Hell yeah. Now that would be bad now, yeah. that would be a deterrent. At least
1: the top part, right?
0: Now that would be oh my god. We could even make a television show out of that and like oh, that film it good. live. Just middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning. You see the entire fucking wall out. Some dude just falls down to a hump of like pile of ash and sombrero. Pfft. It's funny. I don't care if you like it or not. It's funny. (laughs) It's ridiculous.
1: Landmines. That's a good one.
0: That'd be hilarious. A little moat, some alligators in there. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, They also complained about the installation of barbed wire on an island in the river near Eagle Pass, Texas, according to the AP. Photos of the inflatable barrier show what appear to be a string of connected inflatable spheres that spin when someone attempts to scale them. China seeks to gain foothold in America's doorstep amid border crisis to top Republicans warm, blah, 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 blah,
1: I like this uh, country boy can survive rattlesnakes with lasers on their heads. Freaking lasers.
0: Lasers. Oh, my God. Last, most certainly not least, Trump thinks Secret Service aware who left cocaine at White House says they know who this was. Uh, Yeah, they do. Yeah, there's a There is a camera in every single room of that building. Don't sit there and tell me you don't like you don't know where you know where it came from. You know exactly where it came from. You're just not. And that's what I talk about. You know, Obama's like, I don't have any scandals. My Biden's administration is just riddled with scandals. All of them. Nothing but scandals. criminals it's insane we have the most detestable criminal organization of people heading our white house like i'm telling you america has got such serious problems right now and i just don't see it any better anytime soon biden oh my god biden's the biggest joke of a president never before never before have i seen someone so stupid or a, a collective group of people so stupid like the likes of Kamala Harris, when you listen to her give a speech, oh my God, dude. it's like a total dummy. How the fuck? How the fuck? Like, I'm smarter how did than she you. she get
1: elected to anything? You know I why. mean, you know she why. must be excellent at giving blowjobs. That's got to be it. That's literally it. We
0: did it, Joe. We
1: did it. I mean, because- What day is it? I, like, I, does she practice it? Uh, apparently not.
0: Right? I don't think so because apparently be like, like, she like, reads kind of good at speaking <laughs> in front of public. If you're in public office, well, I mean, if you're reading it from a teleprompter, how hard can it be? You just read the words as they scroll up. You and try and say. We sem- gotta work sem- together. Sem- we get sem- a yeah.
1: Work together, and then we'll, we'll work together. We gotta work and,
0: together because it's community. It's all about the community. We work together as community. Community, we will work together. Community, community. It's like, oh my Cause god.
1: Because what was she saying about AI? It's, oh, oh, dude. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, my
0: God. It's, it's a little complicated. (laughs) Well, first of all, the thing with AIs is it's two words. Artificial intelligence. And, you know, people get confused by that. Uh, No, they don't. You do. Because you're stupid. Like, you listen. And she talks down to people. Oh, my gosh. Just this woman is a complete, absolute moron. And then, Joe, like, oh, my God. Dude. I can't. A total dummy. I a mean, a trained monkey from the zoo that literally throws its shit at bystanders could be doing a better job than Joe Biden. I can't believe she was an attorney general. I can. 100% Account. affirmative action. 100%. 100%.
1: It's uh, unbelievable that she's held any sort of position other than maybe
0: I She's don't the know, example of 11 manager. <laughs> she couldn't even do that good. No, she couldn't. She couldn't even I mean, do that good. It's ridiculous, but On a lighter note, uh, before we get out of here, have you played the new new Diablo? No, I have not. It's actually really good. I downloaded it yesterday. I was like, you know, I'm going to take a crack at it. Because normally, I don't like a lot of those games. They're great games. But it gets a little complex with the talent trees and the makeup of that stuff. Um, I was thinking about streaming it on KICK today, for anybody who's interested. I'm over on KICK.com slash John Burke. I might stream it later on today. But it's actually a pretty chill, fun game. And the graphics are really good. Yeah. And the storyline apparently is like Lilith is the daughter of Satan or some stuff. She's come back. I don't know. It's a, you're always fighting somebody in hell. We're a Fortnite family. <laughs> my seven-year-old daughter and I went victory royale last night. I thought royale you did let homosexuality night. into your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, folks. That wraps it up for today's episode. Hey, by the way, before I get out of here, you know we're hiring. I'm looking for someone that can help us create reels for social media. It's a paid job. You can work remote. I don't need you here, but I need you able to be watching the show and basically slice together some 30 second reels that sound good, that look good. If you're interested in the job, you can email me at jb at shellshockcbd.com. You need to have experience and don't waste my fucking time. If you're not serious about this shit, I'm looking to hire somebody to do this. It's going to be, um, I don't know what the pay is going to be. It's not gonna be a full-time job though. But if you want to make some side cash, uh, on the side. Hey, why not? This is a great thing for you. JB at CBD.com or email me over on the AA Savage show or uh, DM me at AA Savage show on Instagram. And again, folks, you know the deal. If you could uh, share the show, tell your friends about it, help us out. You are what helps us grow. So if you could maybe don't share this show, I kind of, I kind of bitched a lot on today. I was, well, I, I wanted to be motivation. I'm just in a bitchy mood. I can't buy a house now because of my fucking tax shit from at least the next two to three months. And I found a beautiful house. I was really excited. I had a pool. No, I can't. i motherfucker. So don't a look at it. Mm-hmm. Put in an offer on it. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's a beautiful house. It actually has personality. It's not one of these cookie cutter homes. Like I really like it. I'm going to rent out my old house. So, But all right, folks, do me a favor. Share a different episode. Not, not, not this episode. <laughs> Share a different episode. And make sure you go check out the Shellshock CBD Facebook group. The chat is kicking right now. I've been watching the chat during the show. There's a lot of dudes in that chat. And women too. Nice. But uh, until tomorrow, you getting me to my man? You have a great day. You stay savage.